Coming in today for our fight preview, we have Brandon Malo Lambert. Uh, Brandon is going to be fighting on BKFC Knuckle Mania. That's coming up here on February 5th uh, down there in Tampa, Florida. Brandon, thanks for joining me today. Uh, how's it going? How are you feeling? Uh, it's, it's excellent, man. I appreciate the time today also. No, absolutely. Thanks for joining us. Um, you know, I want to jump right in uh, and ask you a question that I'd like to ask uh, anybody who decided to fight uh, bare knuckle really at any time. Um, how did you get into combat sports uh, and what, what kind of led you towards bare knuckle as opposed to boxing, MMA, you know, there's other tr people would call them traditional combat sports at this point. Um, well, I've always been into martial arts or fighting in particular uh, in middle school, I used to get beat up a lot. I was really into like WWE wrestling. So I would have like the Stone Cold 316 shirts and um, got made fun of. And I got beat up by real wrestlers, um, you know, high school wrestlers, middle school, whatever, wrestling. And um, I was always that dude that would show up at the park and get my ass whipped. And I got tired of getting my ass whipped. So I started training a little bit. And then uh, I moved out to Thailand and uh, got into Muay Thai, real Muay Thai, not kickboxing, and I fell in love with it. Like, I love, it sounds weird, but I love violence. What I mean by violence is I mean, like, hand-to-hand -hand combat violence. I don't like just random violence, but, you know, like, I love the brutality of, of fighting. And that's a, you know, that's a, a, a sentiment that I think is shared a, across a lot of people who are fighting bare knuckle is that, like, literal hand-to-hand -hand where there's no barrier there's no glove you know you're it's almost like a throwback to the school uh like the schoolyard days where you're just mm -hmm. out there you know you know fighting that person across from you is that kind of what it feels like to you is you're you know um you know in, in the truest form of hand-to-hand -hand combat at that point yeah like you you run the biggest risk of injury with no pads like that's why like i'm not an athletic person i've said that in a lot of interviews you know i didn't play high school sports or anything like that because i sucked um but I just love the, ah, I love the impact. Um, I love the feeling of your hands swelling up, your elbows swelling up. You can't walk because your legs are hurt so bad from leg kicks. Um, being able to persevere through that. Um, that's what is entertaining and um, addicting to me. It's not, you know, like, yeah, I want to become famous and, you know, the lights and the cameras and the money, but it's inside of that moment where you feel most alive when you're in pain and you don't know if you're going to be able to walk through that and then be able to being able to walk through that. Uh, to me, that's when you truly live. And, uh, I've had a really, really, really rough 16 months and I just want to live again. Got you. Uh, that, that, uh, that feeling of in the moment, right. And truly living in that, you know, People, some people call it an adrenaline dump where, you know, you're all hyped up and then you get, you know, in there. And uh, some people go into, you know, fight or flight mode. Some people say that they have tunnel vision, that they can't hear anything. Um, what's it actually like for you when you're in the moment in that fight? Um, can you, like, hear your coaches? Can you hear the people in the stands? Are you one of those guys that has tunnel vision that you can't hear a whole lot? What's it like in there? Uh, I can hear everything, um, but I'm focused on one thing, and that's mm -hmm. that's that's violence. Um, you know, I'm not the most skilled fighter in the world and I've never claimed to be, and I never will claim to be. Um, but I do believe I'm one of the most violent people in the world. Um, I like to walk forward. I like to strike. And, uh, you know, when I touch you, 
I just like to touch you more and more. It's like, uh, it's like Pringles. Once I pop you, I can't stop. <laughs> and that, and that, uh, that, that, uh, that love for violence that you have is, do you think that, um, has also, I don't want to say formed the way that you fight, but, um, you know, has given you kind of the confidence to move forward, the confidence to keep coming after someone, even when you might be getting touched up or might be feeling tired or persevering, um, you know, that, that love for wanting to get to that point, um, you know, in the fight where, everyone's uncomfortable and, and you're really pushing the pace and really putting, you know, putting it on the guy and getting in his face. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Like the, the, the pension for violence, I think that's the word for it, mm-hmm. the passion for violence. Like it, it, it's like walking up to a, it's like, I, I like to say it's like kind of like trick or treating mm-hmm. when you have this big walkway that you can walk up to and every couple of feet, there's a bucket with candy. You just want going and going you know so every step I take every punch I throw every punch I take it's like I'm grabbing from that candy jar and I just want my bag full as fuck when I get to the front door so I just keep walking until I get to it and you know sometimes you get your bag snatched and get knocked out and sometimes you get the mother load and you get the win so that's what I love about it is I don't go in there to win I go in there to inflict damage and I think that's why I'm a good fit for BKFs um and that's why i wanted to come into bare knuckle because with boxing you can touch a dude up 12 rounds and he can go home and then he then he can fill it later i want you to fill it now when i touch you i want you to know i'm there to hurt you um and i'm very very big on fighter health and fighter safety so that's another reason why i avoided real boxing like traditional boxing and other martial arts is um, I think the long-term damage is more severe with boxing, the MMA than it is with bare knuckle. Um, even the studies have been showing that you're not taking repetitive blows to your head, um, you know, over and over and over again. Plus it's two minute rounds, five rounds. It's not three minute rounds of 12 and you're not running the risk of, you know, having your joints pushed and popped out of place. You know, you're breaking bones and stuff, but, I just think it's a less, it's a violent sport, but it's less lethal. Mm-hmm. If that and makes that's sense. A, absolutely. And that's a good way to put it. And you've, you've kind of echoed a few of the things that a couple of the other BKFC fighters have said, which is, you know, boxing, you may get hit over a 12 round fight, you know, 300, 400 times in the head. Um, and with the gloves on, you know, you might not come out of that looking physically, right, with cuts and bruises, like you even got in a fight, but your brain is getting rattled around every single time. Where in BKFC, there's a lot more stoppages from those cuts, those things that happen because it's knuckle on skin and you're more uh, likely to get cut up. Yeah. Um, So I wanted to also ask you, you said about the the walk, you know, with the trick-or-treating, and I wanted to ask you about being backstage, right? Because one of my favorite things every time I fought was literally just the walk to the cage. It was like all of this work, all of this, this time that I put in, and it was like a relaxing, calming feeling of just being able to walk out, you know, the song that I hear, you know, 10,000 times that I played over and over again before I walk out. Uh, what are you like, you know, backstage before you walk out? And then what does that walk signify and mean to you? Um, so backstage, I want to be left the fuck alone. I got to get into my zone. Because um, fighting is a mental sport. Yeah, it's a physical sport. But if you're not in it mentally, you're going to get hurt. Um, so I like to get into the zone. Like I, 
I'm one of those guys, like a lot of people, like, I don't have to hate my opponent. I, I have to hate your fucking guts. Mm -hmm. So when I'm in the back, if you're, even if you're a decent dude, I'm thinking about all the bad things that you could have done, and I'm making that a reality, and you're my enemy at that point. So that's what I like to do. I don't like to have people, you know, coming in and telling me, you know, you game plan throughout the camp, whatever, whatever. But, you know, when I'm backstage, I'm warming up. Um, I want to be left alone. I have my music on. So, you know, I'm, I'm doing my routines. I'm warming up. I have my music. And then that walk. Um, so it depends on where your fights are, are, are broadcast nowadays. Sometimes you can't have the walkout song that you prefer because sure. it's a life music. So what I always do, because uh, I, I ran into that a lot too, um, I like to hear, I like to put my, my song on my headphones and walk out with my headphones. Um, so you'll, you know, you might see me doing this and the song, it's not even in rhythm. It's cause I'm listening to something different. Um, and then when I get into the cage, into the cage or the ring or whatever it is, um, it's go time. So I'm focused on my opponent at that time. I, I don't go back to the corner and talk to my coaches and, you know, I, I don't talk to nobody. It's, it's war time. Once they walk, it's fucking war time. So I'm getting prepared probably an hour backstage getting mentally ready and then that walk you know you feel all that i have an adrenaline dump during the walk because you you get the sensation you like a nervousness and you feel this energy and then i just feel like my chest explodes as they're putting the vaseline on you know and checking you and then once you walk up those steps i mean it's it's game time so that's what i'm looking forward to more than anything is walking out being able to see the crowd um, feeling that energy and, you know, announcing, Hey, I'm here motherfuckers. And that's, you know, it's, it's one of the greatest feelings in the world. And, and you've, you've experienced it plenty of times to be able to, you know, uh, I think describe it in detail like that. And it, it's just cool to get inside your brain and your mentality because so many people take fighting so differently and they have different spins on it or what it means to them. Uh, curious, you know, you said at the time you have to, you know, hate your opponent, you have to go out there and, and you want to, you know, dislike that person. Once the fight ends, do you still have animosity towards that person? Do you, do you talk to them afterwards? What's that like? If it's not a real animosity, like if we haven't had beef before, mm -hmm. then I'm going to, I'm going to respect you and shake okay. your hand. But um, if I don't like you, I'm going to beat your ass. You're going to beat my ass. And then we're still not going to like each other. Got you. Um, I'm not into that you know, let's talk a bunch of shit to each other. And then I'm going to hug you after the fight. Nah, if I can talk shit to you, then it's because I don't like you. Um, you know, like I like to hype up fights, uh, name of the game. Um, a lot of times, you know, it's stage, whatever, whatever, but you will never ever see me shake or hug somebody that I say, I fucking hate this guy. You know, if I say I hate him, I'm not going to love you after I whip your ass or you whip my ass. It's probably just going to intensify it. Um, you know, you've got to respect the person that you get in there with. I don't believe in that. I mean, I do believe you got to respect fighters as fighters and stuff, you know, but now nah, if it, if it's beef before it's beef afterwards too, like it, it just stays that way. I, I've been too forgiving to people and it's stabbed me in the back. So I don't do that shit no more. I, I, I rock and roll it to the fullest. Yeah, and there's also a difference between respecting the man across from you because he went through the camp, cut the weight, and got in there with you, and then respecting him as a human, like, as the person that he is. And I think that's where people kind of don't understand the difference, right, where you can, 
you can have respect for him as an athlete, but not necessarily like him or respect him as a person. Yeah. Well, I mean, the reason that you have to respect them as the athlete is because without them doing their work, they wouldn't be in, or you wouldn't be in the position you're exactly. in. So, you know, like I, I have, res like, I don't want people to see this and think that I'm just don't give a fuck about anybody. Like yep. I respect all athletes, whether it's fighting or not, mm -hmm. if you're out performing in front of people and getting, and, you know, showing your vulnerabilities, then I have respect for you. But if you're a shitty person, I'm going to show you love. I'm not. Yep, absolutely. And that makes sense. Um, the, the other thing about that, um, you know, your mentality of, of, of not liking the person across from you when you get into the fight, has that ever um, been something that you had to, um, you know, like actively work on where you might have come out too aggressive or you might have come out where you kind of were just fighting with reckless abandon and had to almost tone that not tone it down, but harness that into a more controlled aggression and violence? Nah, because I don't like, I don't fight emotionally. Okay. Um, and that's a good distinction, right? Because people would think you do fight emotionally because of that. Yeah, like when I, when I don't like somebody, I want them to feel pain. Mm -hmm. um, and the only way that I can inflict pain is by doing it methodically and doing it my way, you know? So when you're fighting out of, uh, uh, you know, through emotion, it's no good because you know you're you're leaving yourself open you're you're not putting forth your best effort when you're in, a, in an emotional level and emotions shouldn't be involved in fighting I, some people disagree but fighting is a is a is a is a form of movement mm -hmm. um you've got to be in that in, in that moment of movement and not in that moment emotionally mm -hmm. yeah it's a good distinction and and that's good for for people to understand right because they always just they might see somebody who um, you know, approaches it like you do, and they think, oh, they're fighting too emotionally, right? So they're, they're going to win too wild or too, you know, over the top. And it's, it's something that, you know, people in, in combat sports always learn to harness and to, you know, use as a weapon and as a tool. Um, and, and coming into this fight, you know, on the, on the fifth, that, this knuckle mania fight, I want to know, you know, how you're, you know, how you're preparing for this fight specifically, and then, you know, what you see happening in the fight um, once you get into the squared circle. <clears throat> well, I mean, so I come from a Muay Thai background. I don't have pure boxing. I'm not, I'm not a pure boxer. I don't have boxing experience. I've never boxed professionally or anything. So the biggest adaptation was my weight distribution. Fighting stances changed. Um, the way that I throw punches have changed because I don't have to worry about kicks. And I can't kick, so that was a big thing because um, I, I used to like to kick a lot, and I can't do that. Um, <laughs> So, you know, that's different. Um, so, you know, I've just been really focusing on, you know, being able to, to distribute my weight right, making sure my punches are, are, are how they need to be because throwing punches in boxing is a lot different than throwing uh, kick, uh, punches in kickboxing or Muay Thai. Mm -hmm. So it's just that, that that's the biggest change that I've done, but I don't really change anything else. Like I always push the pace. Um, I'm always in your face. And I'm always striking, so I, I've just been learning how to d distribute my weight differently, and then and keeping my my front leg heavy instead of up, because I'm I'm used to you know. So that that, that that's the biggest adaptation that I've done, um, and that's the biggest focal point because I think I'm strong everywhere else. It's just stance, awesome. position. 
um, you know, we're, we're looking forward to the fight too. It's a, it's a great card. You know, uh, there's, there's a lot of good fights on it. Um, before I let you go, just wanted to give you a chance to give any shout outs, any, any kind of mentions or anything to anyone who's been helping you out along the way for this camp and just so far in your career. Yeah. I mean, first and foremost, I want to thank, uh, I want to thank King Mo for, uh, you know, giving time to me. Sorry about that. Um, I want to, I want to thank King Mo for, you know, giving his time to me. Um, I want to thank American top team for lending me, uh, lending me the coaches for this camp. Um, I want to thank David Feldman and Nate Shook for taking a chance on me and allowing me to be on this card. And um, I'm dedicating this fight and all my other fights uh, to broken fathers um, or broken daddies is what I like to call them because a lot of deadbeat fathers are just broken daddies. Um, when you when you alienate a parent, that's a form of child abuse. Um, my ex-wife has alienated me from my three children. And so I'm dedicating this fight to all those fathers that are in the same position that I am, that they cannot see their kids. They want to, and the court system is broken and we need to fix it. Um, so I want to, I want to give a shout out to my kids, Leonidas Cruz, Indiana Scarlett and Aspen Gracie. I love you very much. Um, yeah. Uh, we, we need to, fathers need to band together and try to, uh, to reform this, this law because it's just a money grab. Um, so big shout out to everybody that's, that's dealing with, with child custody issues, um, spiteful mothers, things like that. And um, I want to thank everybody that's supported me throughout this journey. I've been, I've been on this journey for a minute. And, you know, a lot of people have joined on since I got signed that weren't on before. So I appreciate that. And I appreciate all the doubters as well. Um, I mean, me and Jared are the most talked about fight on this card. I fuck what nobody says. You know, a lot of people are talking about Paige. A lot of people are talking about Quentin Henry, which, you know, they should be. But a lot of people are talking about this fight. And um, we're going to show why. Like, I, I, am, I am convinced that you're going to see the best Jared Grant that you've ever seen inside of there. And I can guarantee that you're going to see pure violence. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's – I just really want to dedicate this to all of the broken daddies out there. Um, I'm doing this for you guys. When your life gets taken from you, you don't just have to lay down and die. You can create a new one and you can let your children know that you still love them and that you're still around for them. Um, and, and, and keep fighting. Just keep fighting. Awesome, Brandon. Very well said. Uh, I appreciate your time today. You know, we're looking forward to that violence when you step into the squared circle here in, in a couple of weeks. Uh, now, good luck and we'll see you on the other side. Yeah, and make sure everybody goes to MMATs.co or, or MMATsco.com. Mm -hmm. what, what is that website again? MMATco.com. See, I told you. And, uh, and order shirts. Order, you've got, I mean, we've got Lorenzo Hunt. We've got, what, Britton Hart. Mm -hmm. We've got your boy Malo. Um, got a few other fighters from the BKFC card. So show support. Buy those shirts. It helps us out. It helps a great company out. And they're high-quality shirts. I ordered three of my own shirts myself. So you got to go out, um, visit the company, visit the website, check out all the different athletes they have. They're not just with bare knuckle. They have MMA athletes, boxing athletes, everything. So high quality merchandise. Make sure you check it out. MMATco.com. Awesome, Brandon. Thanks a lot. I appreciate it. I appreciate you, boss. All right. See you soon. Thank you, brother.